This episode of Enough is brought to you by Squarespace, everything you need to create an amazing website. Over the last few weeks, I've given you an overview of some of the features that Squarespace provides, like rock-solid hosting, easy WYSIWYG site design, free custom domains, and much more. What I love about Squarespace is that my entire site is managed through one simple and cheap plan. I don't have to pay a hosting company, I don't have to buy themes or even hire a designer. I have the power to build and maintain my site with just one service. It really makes things simple. Squarespace have two pricing plans. They're very simple and they outline them clearly so you can choose exactly what's right for you. You can pay monthly or even annually to get a discount and to qualify for a free domain. The unlimited package, which is the equivalent to $16 a month if purchased annually, gives you unlimited pages, hosting, bandwidth, editor accounts and much more. This is a package that I use and I love it. I never have to worry about anything. Squarespace will just accommodate for it. And if I have any issues, well, they have fanatical 24-7 support. They've really helped me out when I've gotten myself into a jam. You should go and try this service out, and we can give you a two-week free trial to do so. Just go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels to sign up, and if you make the right decision and choose to join, you can get 10% off your first purchase by using the coupon code 70 decibels 7 at checkout at 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S-7. Thank you very much to Squarespace for sponsoring. Hello, Michael. Hello, Patrick. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I uh, um, uh, I actually have a, a friend of mine on who uh, who's on. I know we're we're beating this topic to death by now, but oh well. People are just going to have to deal because uh, I'm I'm into it right now, and that is uh, running, uh, especially barefoot running. And uh, I have uh, my friend Brian Van Pesky on, who kind of uh, was one of the like earliest people that kind of even introduced me to uh, to the idea of barefoot and such. Uh, and there'll be, I think, a good compliment to uh, to, to Andrew uh, Marvin, who was on a uh, you know, few weeks back, uh, talking about the same uh, and a little bit about paleo as well. But um, so, uh, and this is great because I just started running again this past week after coming off of uh, two injuries. Um, the first one uh, I think people know about, and I was somewhat public about. The second one uh, I wasn't. Um, not for any particular reason, I wasn't with the second one, just wasn't. So, uh, so yeah, I had, I had my couple of broken toes. Um, and, uh, and then almost immediately, like pretty much the day I got clearance to, to start running again, I developed, developed a really bad case of, uh, plantar fasciitis. I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly. Plantar fasciitis. Uh, basically it is a seizing up of the, uh, the band, the muscle band that, uh, kind of runs, uh, it kind of wraps around your foot and underneath your heel. And it's, it's like someone's taking a, a very sharp, hot poker and stabbing it into the front of your heel. And it kills it. It is, it is horrible. I wish this on no one. Not even my worst enemy should be subjected to to such horrendous pain. Um, but uh, but there I was. So uh, so uh, with that, I, I need to welcome Brian. Hi, Brian. Say hi, Brian. <laughs> hi. How's it going? <laughs> all right. Well, I need to make sure we didn't lose you because this is Skype after all. <clears throat> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, Brian, uh, before the show, we were we, we were beginning to talk because I just mentioned I bought some new shoes, and uh, he asked me if they were barefoot, barefoot, and I said no. And then he asked me, "Well, are they even in minimalist shoes?" I said no, and he was about to rip me a new one. So, Brian, go right ahead. So, Patrick, what, what did you get? Just out of curiosity. Uh, after trying on a dozen pair or so at the uh, the runner's room and being helped by a uh, uh, an extremely nice, knowledgeable, and quite beautiful uh, sales associate, um, uh, I uh, settled on the Brooks Ghost Four, which is uh, a, a a neutral shoe. Uh, designed for kind of, uh, it's their kind of um, most popular general model, designed for the neutral to slightly uh, underpronating runner um, that needs a lot of flexibility uh, with, um, with a little bit of support. Not too much support, but just a little bit. Um, but, um, I, you know, tried on a number of, of pairs, uh, um, including some minimalist, uh, options, including the, uh, the, uh, Nike free and the, uh, what's that new, new, new balance, uh, minimus or the, the minimus. Yeah. And, and such, um, as well as, um, you know, other, even other models, even like the ghost, the Ghost Five, which has a much reduced uh, heel-to-toe drop um, than the Ghost Four does, but um, with where I'm at right now, the Ghost Four was just the most comfortable, and I went on my first run in them this morning, um, and they felt great. They're going to take some transitioning because I was running with the uh, the Newton uh, Terra Momentus um, for ages now, um, and the, as you probably know, the Newton is a natural running style uh, shoe uh, developed by uh, Danny um, Ash Ashberg Ash. I'm getting his name wrong. In any case, uh, he wrote a book called Natural Running, and it's really popular. And he developed this shoe based around the ideas that he uh, he uh, puts forward in the book. And uh, um, and uh, the shoes are, are really great, if not obscenely expensive. <laughs> Don't even get me started, man. These things are just – there's just no reason a shoe should cost that much. But um, – <clears throat> Yeah, I. Uh, um, uh, but I, I found running on them post injury to be like running on bricks. Like I might gotcha. as well have had two weights strapped to my shoe or tra- strapped to my foot. Um, the they, the 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 Terra Momentus is their uh, kind of trail running model, and I originally bought them. Uh, before winter with the thought that I would be running through winter. I wanted something with that was more designed for trail uh, and provide a lot of stability because, after all, this is Minnesota. Right. <laughs> and it uh, gets kind of icy and slippery uh, here uh, in the winter due to this thing called snow. You guys don't know much about that. Um, and uh, um, 
And so uh, I bought them with that purpose in mind, and they serve that purpose well. But uh, suddenly I came back to them, and it was like, why are these things on my feet? Um, I, I don't need to be running in these things. Um, and so, so yeah, but I'm, I'm still kind of on the lookout for, at the very least, I think the Brooks are going to provide me with what I need right now. But I would mm-hmm. like to get back to more of a natural running style and more of a, a, a minimal list style um, and certainly would like that um, for uh, off running off peak recovery shoe uh, because right. I'm pretty well convinced that my I'm pretty well convinced that my two broken toes um, led and my inability to flex and move my foot and then once they healed and my ability to do so led to my plantar fasciitis which then um, uh, and so I, I really feel like, okay, I need to keep stretching, keep moving my foot and allow my foot the maximum flexibility in order so that that awful, horrible condition doesn't come back. Right. And when you do heal, if the, <clears throat> if you can maximize the amount of time you do spend, um, walking or running, uh, barefoot over time, that'll start to strengthen those muscles so that hopefully It'll prevent uh, any sort of future injury uh, like that. Gosh, I'm hoping so. Because <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> so tell me, how you know? I mean, how did you come across the whole barefoot running craze and get uh, decide to jump on that whole uh, hot trendy bandwagon? <laughs> yeah. Um, so my story. I mean, for me, running running wasn't always always fun. Um, it's something that I would do occasionally, um, throughout college just because, you know, running exercise, it's good for you. I'll get out there and press, (laughs) impress the, uh, the ladies on campus. Um, but I really wasn't impressing anyone because my running form was pretty poor and I didn't get out there that often. Um, and to me, running was always the act of sitting down and, and putting on these these shoes and tying them up, it always felt like a chore to me, right? It's like I'm not I'm not doing this because I want to. I'm doing this because, you know, running's good exercise and I should be exercising. Um, but it always felt like a chore. And that changed when uh, my girlfriend at the time bought me a pair of Vibram Five Fingers uh, Christmas. I think it was Christmas 2009. Um, and that, that changed everything for me. That barefoot feel really made it, it didn't feel like a chore anymore. It felt like I was, felt like I was a kid again. Um, that connection you have to the ground. I mean, even street running, you're bouncing for me personally. I like to, you know, bounce off the sides of, uh, of sidewalk ramps and even trail running and to feel everything beneath your feet was just, I don't know, it changed everything for me. And, um, mm. I have run in nothing but Vibrams ever since. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and I've now, done, uh, I see that was 09 and then 2010 I started running and then I did um, the Carlsbad Marathon in January 2011 in the Vibram Five Fingers. Gotcha. So uh, I recently, very recently ordered a pair of Vibram five fingers got them on super ridiculously good sale too um, nice. at rei um 
uh, and uh, I, I did so after uh, talking with Andrew Marvin uh, on the um, last show uh, that we did on the subject about them. And uh, here's, here's my dilemma, and here's what I discovered uh, during this journey. Um, what I discovered was my feet are two completely different sizes. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> my right foot is a size 11, and my, and my left foot is a size 12. Which explains a lot. It explains a lot about uh, about shoes uh, throughout the years and how, for a while, like you know, I thought I was an eleven and a half, but it was always one felt okay, and the other one was just a little bit tight. And so then I moved up to twelves, and now, yeah, it felt good. But on one foot, certainly, I had I could tell there was much more room on one foot than the other, but that didn't necessarily bother me as much because at least it wasn't tight. Um, but yeah, so because with the Vibram Five Fingers, and I'm pointing this out in part because anyone who decides to give these a shot should know this, you really have to have your feet measured accurately. Absolutely. They, uh, you know, these are designed to be like gloves for your feet, and they kind of have to fit perfectly. And unfortunately, the, the manner and method under which I uh, purchased the the um, the five fingers I did didn't allow me to return them. Um, but uh, so, although I even tried hard to make sure that I was measured correctly and I picked the right size, still not doing it for me because of the size discrepancy. Um, and so what I found out, uh, little birdie told me, is that you can't you can't order the order them online like this, or you can't like go into a store and get them like this. But if you actually call Februm, the they call their customer service line, you can order two different sized pairs. No way! That's great. That's awesome. Yes. So that's. Actually, part of my plan, you know, not right away, because just quite frankly, I, I, I've, I've got other, <laughs> other things pulling at my uh, uh, available uh, resources uh, fund-wise right now. But uh, when I get the money, that's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to give them a call and say, okay, I am exactly a size 12 on my left foot, and I am exactly a size 11 on my right foot. Make the magic happen. and then try them because i i have this pair and they just don't feel right to me and i think it's part part of it is because one side fits fine the other is kind of flapping around (laughs) um and And uh, yeah go ahead to those who are going to go check them out there is uh quite a bit of variance in between the different vibra models Yes. Um, so if you go to an REI or, or a running store, a lot of the running stores do have a nice minimalist section these days. Um, yeah. You know, don't stop at one model. Try on a few and, and find the one that's going to be the best fit and feel for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there are also um, some things to think about over the long term when it comes to the, the Vibrams, uh, like – uh, they've got the uh, what they call the the KSO or the keep stuff out model, and that's more closed. And then they've got like the classic model. And one of the key complaints I hear about the classic model because it's more of a 
more of a slip-on sort of thing with a uh, uh, basically an um Oh gosh, what's that called? A bungee cord, a little bungee cord that kind of goes around that you pull taut in the back is that uh, that causes chafing at the at the heel. Um, yeah, for some people, right? And so, yeah, I, you know, you really these are when you start getting into that level of of shoe stuff and foot stuff, you really you have to make sure that uh, that you do it right. So that said, I mean, there's plenty of other. I mean, it's not just the Vibram Five figures, although those are the most glove-like. I mean, there are tons and tons and tons of of barefoot style or barefoot feel uh, shoes and minimalist shoes, kind of flooding the market right now. And it seems like yes. every running brand even has their own minimalist, from you know Nike with the uh, the Nike Free. Um, which is uh, the soles are cut in such a way that provide extreme flexibility, um, and are supposed. And there's also a zero heel heel to toe drop, and so it's provide designed to provide um, a nice cushioned feel, but give a barefoot experience. Um, Merrill has their trail glove, and they've got a couple of other models as well. I think North the North Face has a model or two. I mean, everybody is getting into the game. Yeah, there's a lot of options out there. Um, I do have the trail gloves myself. I use those more for hiking than trail running. Um, what else? Ultra is a company. They make, uh, I have the Ultra Instinct. It's a, another zero drop shoe. Um, but with the shoe is included a... Um, there's two inserts, so there's a zero drop insert, and then there's one with a little, um, little bit of support, so that you mm. can start out with that little bit of support, and then when you feel that your muscles are stronger, you can slip in that more zero drop um, insert and go more minimalist. Yeah. Um, there's a new company, Lemming Footwear, which I really like. Uh, I haven't used them for running, but I I love them just as a uh, casual barefoot shoe. Um, and they're extremely flexible, so they're great for uh, traveling as well. If you want to roll them up and put them in your bag, uh, they don't take up a lot of space. Nice, nice. Um, so like they're like packable, like you can literally roll them up. You said. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, you can check out the websites Lemming Footwear. Um, and I, I'm reading all this. I, I have a blog post with a ton of barefoot running resources. We can we can put Ooh, in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, we'll definitely put that in the show for notes. people. Yeah. Um, what else? There's a new company that just came out that people are all excited about called Scora. Mm. Uh, Scora Running, the very, uh, I would say the the Apple of uh, of minimalist uh, shoe companies. Oh, I've got to check that out. <laughs> uh, very, I have no idea very, about that. I got to check that out. Is very it very uh, expensive? S K O R A. Um, but like nicely designed and such. Yeah, nicely designed. I mean, down to the packaging. The packaging is not just—they're not just thrown in a shoebox. Um, they have—they come in some really nice packaging from from what I've heard in a review that I just read. It's kind of fun. Um, yeah. So there's there's a lot of options out there. Um, the Vivo Barefoot as well. Brooks Green yeah. Silence are pretty popular. 
Now, wow, those are really nice, those scores. They look really interesting. Huh. I'm going to have to check those out. So uh, one of the... Um, one of the things that I've kind of noticed, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that it seems like a lot of this barefoot, minimalist running movement um, kind of found its genesis and its start in some of the ultra marathon guys who were, yeah, I mean, these these are the nutcases like Barefoot Ted that like, you know, go running for like 200 miles without even like thinking about it, like literally like will run for like run all day and all night, you know, kind of like, you know, Forrest Gump or something like that. Um, uh, and those guys, a lot of them, like they, what they'll wear for these 200 mile runs are basically like sandals. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually uh, the, uh, the Western, uh, Western, uh, Western States 100 just happened, uh, two weekends ago. It's a hundred mile, hundred mile race. Um, and I think there's actually a new course record for that. That is crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I know there isn't there is an ultra marathon runner specifically who would who would buy shoes and then shave off the um the heel to mm, give himself more of a, a more of a barefoot experience. Barefoot, yeah. And a lot of this um comes out of uh, a book oh god, what's the name of the book? Is it uh it's not Born, born to Run. Is it Born to Run? Yeah, yeah born so to there's run. There's Born to Run, but is that the one where um, he goes and visits these South American, uh, you know, native Indians who like run for hundreds and hundreds of miles? Is that the one? Yes, yeah, that's the one. The Tarahumara that they run for hundreds of miles, fueled on, you know, corn, basically, <laughs> basically corn and. Uh, no, there's no quinoa actually. It's because um, they're yeah. down in uh, in Mexico or New Mexico. Oh, I suppose uh, yeah. something like that. But yeah, they're maybe, running around. Maybe, maybe amaranth. Possibly, possibly amaranth. Um, <laughs> so they're they're running these distances. They're wearing essentially pieces of tire strapped to the bottom of their of their feet. Wow! And they're running for you know extremely long distances with just. And that's their main like mode of transportation and messaging between tribes and things like that, right? Right. I mean, that's everyone is born is 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 born to run is is raised to run um, in that culture. I had a friend who ran um, that race down there, and he was. I mean, he's a fairly fairly fit guy, um, and you know, a competitive runner. He's halfway through, and there's these two Tarahumara like kids who are smoking pot and just like <laughs> running just totally destroying him they're just going for a jog they're they're just they're just destroying his him as far as uh as far as the competition is concerned uh oh, so they really are they really are runners and that are meant to run it's quite incredible that is awesome so uh i mean you obviously have a, just a ton of different shoes um, I have a few, yeah. <laughs> um, what you know? I, I guess what do you recommend for anyone who who wants to 
I'm just kind of starting out. I mean, because uh, one of the things I don't think people realize, especially when it comes to when they start getting into running, is that you kind of need different shoes for different conditions and different situations. Like it can quickly become kind of like uh, like with technology. Uh, you, you can quickly get, load up on the gadgets, right? And, sure. and fetishize over them, and and really honestly believe that oh, I just, if I just got these shoes, all of my problems would be solved, right? And I right. And I think that a lot of unfortunately a lot of the kind of barefoot evangelists and barefoot literature come across that way, like. Oh, the whole problem is you just haven't run barefoot. And so, uh, you know, you need to go. uh, But, you know, we do live in an urban environment, so you need to get shoes, but they should be these special shoes. And then maybe you're going to need a pair for this and a pair for that. And, yeah, I I don't know. I think there's a – that one can can certainly find – spend a lot of time and a lot of money – investing in the tools what would you say to people is enough enough to just get started this is the enough podcast isn't it (laughs) last Um, time i so i I get this question fairly often and my answer is always the same is i really do recommend the vibram five fingers to start out with Um, really and the reason for that is most people who are are new to running or just weekend warriors, um, there's there's two parts to barefoot running. There's the there's the minimalist shoe, mm-hmm. and then there's the the kind of thought process as well, right? So when you run barefoot, your body naturally shortens its stride. Um, let me start over. Actually, <laughs> so most weekend warriors have a pretty significant heel strike, right? Mm-hmm. And they're allowed to do that because of the amount of cushioning underneath the heel, right? They're not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, of course, the longer your stride is, the farther and faster you can go. So people naturally just throw those legs out as far as possible, and usually they're landing on their heel. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with that is when you land with your heel, the shock from that impact is transferred to your joints. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why so many people have knee and hip problems uh, with running. When you run barefoot, your body has a lot more awareness as to what's happening. And so it naturally starts to shorten its stride. So you have a more forward and midfoot strike. And when you do that, the shock from that impact is absorbed by the arch of your foot and your calf muscles. So people that are new to barefoot running, they'll very quickly experience uh, very tight and sore calf muscles because that's what's absorbing uh, the impact rather than their joints. Mm-hmm. And you get you get a little bit of energy return back from that as well because uh, because it's muscular. You're getting a little uh, a little extra energy back rather than 100 percent of that impact going to your joints. Mm-hmm. So part of it is the minimalist shoes, and they'll get you half there because the body kind of self corrects. And the other part is as you're running, kind of think and consider about your form and how your foot is landing. Right? Yeah. I mean, because would would you argue as I would that that that's the more important like like the shoes come secondary the, uh, to me I I would think the more important thing is 
relearning how to run. And the reason I say relearning how to run is because, if, uh, as I've said before, if you ever want to learn how to run correctly, uh, if, you've, if you know a two- or a three-year-old or just go to your park, watch them run and they run correctly, right? Right, um, right. Um, And, uh, you know, the – and if you can kind of mimic that, stop dropping – you know, stop coming down on your heels and instead come down midfoot. Um, you know, or on the you know front ball of your foot, allowing your heel to drop, and then using that for the power to spring off. Um, you know, think of it as a as a march. You know, uh, if if you you know bring your feet up and down in in a march, do that. Now start moving forward. Lean your ankles. You know, lean forward at your ankles ever so slightly. You know, start moving forward. Now make that march double time. Now triple time. Great. Now you're running correctly. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, and, <laughs> and learning to run, learning to run in proper form is the main reason why I recommend people go ahead and dive in and get those Vibrams because <clears throat> it's easier to, to learn that when you have that pure barefoot experience or as close to it as possible, right? And yeah. so, I mean, be sure to start out slow. Any anybody who's going who listens to this and goes pick up goes and picks up a pair of Vibrams, I cannot stress enough: start slow, do a half mile walk. at walk. most walk. <laughs> There's tons of people, myself included, who ignore this advice. They're like, "Oh, it's running! Like, how bad can it be? I run all the time," and then they are out for the count for like two weeks. Yeah. Um, but when you start out with the Vibram Five Fingers, you can very quickly. Uh, relearn that running style. And then once you have that down, once it's part of your muscle memory, um, you know, I, I think you're welcome to explore other options. Um, I like those ultras myself for um, the ultra instinct if it's really rainy and miserable out or if, if I lived in Minnesota and uh, didn't, want, <laughs> didn't want to be tromping through snow and Vibrams. Um, that's yeah. what I'd recommend. But yeah, I really like, right. the, I really like the Vibrams for proper, proper form. Well, thanks for coming on, Brian. I actually, you know, uh, we 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 talked so much about the verified. I didn't get to talk to you about some of the other stuff I wanted to talk with you about, but that's okay. We'll have you on again, and uh, I really appreciate all of the all the continued advice. And I, I promise our listeners, I'm not going to beat this dead horse anymore. Um, I, I now have beat it to death over I think three or four shows, and uh, and I, I think. You know, you, you know my stance on this. Of course, unless I get some some cool new shoes, and then maybe I'll talk about it. In any case, oh well. Uh, <laughs> Brian, thanks a lot for being on. Thank you. All right, and uh, you know, Mike, I guess we'll talk later. We will. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Pat. All right. Cheers. 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 Cheers.